you are now tuning into G Talks Radio. I'm your host, Gunliel. In today's episode, I invite a post to learn about his creative journey and hopefully share some advice for anyone who's pursuing their passion. In between questions, I'll be playing Poe's newest EP, Samuso, which is S-A-M-U-S-O. Um, also, just a reminder that the interview was pre-recorded on FaceTime, so the quality is a little bit low, but the information is great. And without further ado, let's start the conversation. Tell us about like who you are, what's your name, and then what you've been up to these days. Um, I'm Podge. Um, I guess I make I make music. I do graphic design, um, video editing. They're like my kind of like main skills. Um, I just released my first EP called Samuso um, through NTS. Um, they set up a new record label, I think. They um, NTS usually just like a radio station, online radio kind of thing. Um, and they set up their own uh, label, so I um, I'm releasing that EP on that label, and then um, yeah, I'm kind of just um, working on getting EP out there at the moment. I've been um, I've been doing a lot of um, a lot of sort of video game inspired beat mashups and stuff like that over on my Instagram to kind of sort of just get my name out and kind of um, pay homage to my influences in a more direct way instead of just like talking about them in interviews and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um how did did how did you reach out to nts or did they reach out to you with the label they reached out to me i got um i met my manager last year in march he kind of reached out to me because he noticed that like basically i'm from i'm from Wirral, which is very close to liverpool and he noticed that a lot of people involved in the liverpool music scene were following me and through that he reached out to me we met up and like hit off he kind of like i talked to a few industry people before him um but they kind of just like asked me what i'd like what i like what i was influenced by and when i'd say what i was influenced by just kind of like japanese musicians video game soundtracks and stuff like that they'd kind of like stare at me blankly and not really know what i was talking about and this guy like everything i brought up he'd understand like straight away and then i'd I'd bring up like super obscure stuff I was into to kind of test him and he'd still like he'd still know about them. So um since then I've kind of just been like working with him as a manager and he set up the NTS deal with me, yeah. Oh, I'm a king on my own island, so time. 
just sit on this silence. I find it. Never trying like timeless. That's silence. <sighs> hey, I come the shit. Why do you find these like what kind of specific genres in Japanese music that you that you're inspired by specifically and why? Um, I don't like to boil it down to just genre just because it's like <clears throat> the term's a bit redundant nowadays. But like, I think if I had to name a specific genre, I'd say Shibuya K, which is kind of like it's hard to describe it. It's it's its own sound, but um, Shibuya K just means like Shibuya style in Japanese and um. I think my main like artist which influenced my style from like where I let's say I draw a timeline of like the evolution of my style the the artist that played the biggest like part in um sort of steering me in a direction that I'm going now was Cornelius and um listening to his album Phantasma when I was like 18 19 in my first year of university like completely changed the way that I thought about music um I used to view it as sort of like there's like music music like proper music and then there's like hip-hop rap like kind of experimental kind of stuff and um it wasn't like I looked down on hip-hoppy kind of like sample based stuff it was more like um I viewed them as two separate things that aren't like made to be mixed and then when I heard Cornelius being like he's a Japanese artist taking influence from like Disney movies, hip hop, rock and roll, and like it kind of helped me view a way which different genres genres could be combined without it just being a sort of like gimmick, like where you listen to like sort of like hip hop rock and stuff like that. It feels like a gimmick. This kind of felt like natural. Mm-hmm. It was like less about attempting co- to combine styles and more about using all your influences. Um, indiscriminately and not kind of like shying away from certain things that you enjoy just because you don't feel like it would be authentic coming from you mm-hmm. so like personally um i i've grown up in like a very like white area um like i didn't have any like black friends growing up i was like the me and my brother were the, like, the only black kids in our school mm-hmm. and um it felt very unauthentic for me to start rapping just because i didn't like grow up with that kind of stuff i wasn't really that into hip-hop when i was a kid but listening to Cornelius kind of like helped me understand that just because I'm I like some music it it um I can use it I don't like have to I I stopped like worrying as much about authenticity and like coming off in a certain manner and instead just started thinking about expressing myself in the most optimal way when did you like actually start taking music seriously i don't know if it's like a since you're a little thing and then you know what made you want to like be like oh like i kind of want to do this like for sure um i can just lay out the sort of like timeline of me um just like getting into music Mm -hmm. i like really had no like outward interest in music as a kid Mm -hmm. i probably like subconsciously absorbed it like looking back now i was like really um interested in like my music classes in school and stuff like that and I 
attempted to learn clarinet when I was like nine years old, but like I didn't like the sort of rigid way it was taught, and so I stopped that. But um, I um, originally my first instrument was ukulele, which I learned like when I was 14, 13, I think, and that was like during my sort of like cartoon network adventure time kind of obsessed phase and then after a year of playing that i moved on to bass and i remember um when i started learning bass i told myself i'm not gonna write any songs or um make any of my own music until i can perfectly play the song nib by black sabbath Mm. and in retrospect it kind of like set me up to like be a bit too self-critical and like set me up to like goals that don't really matter like but so after after learning bass for a year um i started i played guitar for a year and then i i started make right recording my own music in audacity um so i don't think i think i started with recording music before i started writing music i think for me it Mm -hmm. goes hand in hand just because like the technology kind of like morphs those two processes together nowadays it's not like me sitting down at a piano or a guitar and then recording after mm-hmm. um so when i was like 15 16 i remember recording like some guitar music and no vocals yet and then when i was like 17 i recorded this cover of a song by john frusciante called untitled 11 mm-hmm. off his um neandra lades album it's like um it's an album he recorded like during like half it he recorded while he was on tour with Red Hot Chili Peppers before he originally broke up with them. And the second half he recorded when he was like having like really bad like heroin addiction and stuff like that. And I got really like latched onto that album, mm. recorded a cover of that song and then posted it on SoundCloud and shared it to my Facebook. And then my friends, like my close friends were like saying, oh, this is really cool. And it gave me confidence to, to like sing because I really didn't have confidence in my voice at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, I kind of just like was like noodling around, making random SoundCloud songs, posting them on SoundCloud whenever I felt like it. But they weren't like fully fleshed out songs yet, more kind of like ideas. Mm-hmm. And then um, I decided to go to university, and um, I didn't really have like a goal with going to university, like career wise. It was more just to kind of like book about for three years, like without having to go into the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, so I picked computer science originally because I was like, I was like, um, I was like, okay, if I'm going to go, I might as well like get a career out of it. Um, and then I went to like two or three lectures and it was just depressing and gross. And like, I have no, I, I'm like, I'm good with computers, but I've got no passion for that. So like, it was kind of just like doing it out of like the feeling like I needed to do it. And then um, I switched to music production and that's when I kind of started taking it seriously because I viewed it as like something that I want to do my whole life and like that was kind of like around the time when I was like I can't imagine like working a normal job and that I wanted to like put all of my effort into pursuing this music stuff Mm um yeah I I don't know, it's kind of hard to, like, say when I took it seriously. It was almost like I got to a point where um, I noticed that if I don't start taking it seriously now, then I'll regret it just Mm -hmm. because, like, yeah, it was was more about avoiding getting a normal job and kind of pursuing 
music to my fullest was when I started taking it seriously. And then um, as I noticed, like, more people taking interest, not even, like, crazy numbers or anything, it's kind of, like, helped push me further in a way. I don't know. It, it's kind of hard to, like, draw, like, a definitive line of when it happened, but I think that's kind of, like, a general idea of it. I feel like it's something always in the back of your mind, and then there's no, like, turning point, rather than, okay, I should actually take this serious. It kind of it kind of feels like it. the desire is always there, and you just get, like, life puts you into a, a position where you, like, you can't help but notice that desire and kind of, like, act on it. Like, what have been your inspirations lately? During, like, pandemic-wise, mm-hmm. staying inspired is kind of, like, it's, like, an uphill struggle, kind of, because you have to like live your life in a way that presents opportunities to be inspired instead of like usually you just be like inspiration kind of like comes along just by the virtue of like being outside Mm. but you i've kind of like found myself having to like set up routines in my life Mm. um so like i don't slip into um sort of like a creative dead zone so it's i've I think the main thing I've been inspired by during lockdown is like routines, um, meditating, um, just trying to be like, be the most honest self and not like taking inspiration from like specific artists just because like, I feel like I've built my sort of like repertoire of references up to a point. It's not like I'm stopping like being inspired by artists, but it's less about focusing on like specific artists like like a year ago i was like super obsessed with jpeg mafia and like really like studying his work and stuff like that um but now it's more like trying to harness the stuff that i've learned in the most honest way
kind of blend to the next question it's like what motivates you but it's like like you said it's kind of hard to stay inspired during a pandemic because you do need life to experience it to like have that spark so Mm. i guess like yeah just like in general like is it your routine that is keeping you going or it's just the fact that you know your authentic style so it's yeah um recently i've been thinking like the best way to stay motivated is to work towards something on um work to create something that's bigger than yourself mm. and like whether that be like by helping people and like um in bettering other people's lives or whether that be like like writing an album it's just so it's a way to sort of have something to look forward to and something to put trust into mm. instead of um instead of focusing on results it's more like it's more like chipping away and um trusting that something will come out of that in the end Mm -hmm. and it's kind of hard when like you're not seeing anyone and you're not seeing the concrete results but it's like about reminding yourself that the the fruits like when you plant a tree you're not going to get the fruits like the day that you plant it like you've got to water it and look after it still and it's like remembering that the fruits will come in the end i think you just have to stay patient i feel like yeah yeah just because with like the I, I i like at least the culture in the u.s like i'm also like taking classes about like u.s popular culture whatever people always mm-hmm. expect you to like be famous through night like or just not even fame just like get your work recognized and yeah i think i think that's a problem with the the music industry as a whole like mm. releasing stuff is like an upcoming artist um there's like this focus on like sort of like being the ones to discover an artist and like like music publications and record labels like to be the ones that release the first like thing from an artist. So like when you've got like a whole back catalogue, it's like not attractive to them for some reason. And like a lot of artists end up erasing like I've done it as well, but like a lot of artists end up erasing like a lot of their back catalogue. Um so like no one can see like the journey they've been on as a whole and they kind of just see the end product Mm -hmm. and it's it's a bit misleading for for artists i understand why they do it like for everyone else but for the people that are actually creating it kind of like paints a weird picture and that's why like one thing that kind of like has demystified it for me recently is um watching kenny beats mm-hmm. live stream on twitch um i got into that like a year ago and just like mm-hmm. sort of being able to see that there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that you don't see mm-hmm. like I'll, I'll he'll like he'll like make beats on live stream and stuff like that and i probably only like like 
80, 90% of, no, like 10, 20% of the beats he makes on live stream. But like, out of all his release songs, like I like a good like 90, 95% of them. So it's like, it's understanding that there's like, that success takes failure and success without failure is just weird and unnatural and unsustainable in a way. So how was the creation process for Samusu? Um I I've got I'm in my parents' conservatory right now. Um I moved back from uni like when COVID um kind of like cancelled because I was in my final year of uni last year and um around like April, May, um, like, the uni, like, fully closed up for the rest of the year, so I just moved back here, and then, like, between, like, June and August, I was, I've been recording in this conservatory as, like, a studio, and it was a lot of, like, hot summers, because this place gets really hot during the summer for some reason, I think it's the way it's insulated or something, and it was a lot of, like, sweaty summer days, like, 
just like making music, waking up in the morning and I'll, I'd have a shower and meditate and then eat breakfast and then make music straight away. And it was kind of like, I guess it was like my version of like um, a diary, like, or like a blog or something, just kind of like to keep me sane during the summer lockdown. There's like, I didn't think when I was writing it, it was going to be a sort of like lockdown themed um, project, but looking back at it in retrospect there's just like it's undeniable that it influenced a lot like one of the songs that i made the music video for go out um like i, I didn't even think of it as a lockdown song and then my manager was like so yeah this is this is the lockdown song right we're gonna we'll do it like when lockdown's like we'll release it when lockdown's over and i was like oh wait yeah this is like just a unabashed lockdown song and i didn't even like try and make it like that but yeah, it was a lot of like waking up early and then writing music for like two or three hours and then just sort of collecting a collection of like songs, like just getting a backlog and not looking back at the stuff I'd been making like in the in the recent past. And after I'd built maybe like, I think it was like in the end, like 60, 70 songs, um, I whittled them down to the ones that I liked and then had probably about... 10 15 songs that i liked polished them songs and then once they were all polished i chose the like the final songs on the project mm -hmm. but yeah i i think the the process the sort of creative process that i used on that project is a lot different to what i'm doing nowadays just in the sense that um i have a lot more confidence now um in my ideas and um i think with the project with Samuso, it was more like me trying to show myself to the world and in a way that kind of like hindered the project because I in the back of my head it was always like other people's expectations and stuff like that which isn't always a bad thing especially when you need something to motivate you but like um I think working in a more insular manner and recently is benefited my creativity and um i think it shows in the music and yeah mm -hmm. yeah no 100 i think even with the music video i thought it was a um like a quarantine theme because i got super close to nature because of the pandemic like i guess like paid more attention to it mm -hmm. so when you were when like it was i really like it when there's multiple stuff going on and the visual yeah. just makes me so happy and like it's such a like journaling you know it just gives you so much energy and it's all you see is green and just you with like the song and stuff um with like the music video or just visuals in general like um was it like a specific thing that you were going for it or was it just like free-minded um yeah very specific there is this there's two music videos there's earl sweatshirts i think the song's east mm. um it's got like and then it's another song he featured on by Z Loopers called Easter Monday. And I believe it was the video was like shot and edited by like their manager or something like someone on their team. Like it was, wasn't like a, like an actual videographer and it's like very like amateurish, like picture in picture kind of stuff. But it just like, it's less about like how the video is shot and the technicality of it. And more about just like showing like nature and just like everyday stuff that you'd like, sit down and like like to look at and yeah I, i'm i think it's just it's hard not to be influenced by nature and stuff like that just because yeah. it's like 
it's so like ingrained in us like just mm. evolutionarily mm-hmm. um but i don't know I, I just like always find myself with visuals and stuff like that incorporating a lot of like natural kind of colors like greens and browns and yellows and blues and stuff like that mm. um yeah apart from that um the first the mend again music video the first one that i made was sort of influenced by sort of like glitchy kind of aesthetics um because i i was trying to compress the video and it like glitched out a bit and i got this like weird glitchy version of the video which i ended up like incorporating into the video and um yeah i tried to do that with the second video but i couldn't like i couldn't get the glitch to work again <laughs> yeah i really like the glitch part too um do you use like a like are you are, do you edit your videos yeah i do i've done literally everything to do with my with that with the samusuk project i've did everything apart from master it mm. oh, wow. because like i was i was i think i've been editing videos and doing like photoshop and stuff like that longer than i've been doing music because mm-hmm. i had like i had my like wanted to be a youtuber phase when i was like 13 14 and that's when i sort of like learned like editing video editing software and stuff like that and photoshop and stuff like that so like it's probably like it probably comes more naturally to me to make like videos and it does for me to make music in a sense. But also I feel like the video making era is played a lot of influence into my musical ability just because of how like similar they are. There's a lot, it's all about like timing and like the sort of like blending like different things together and like contrast and stuff like that. It's a lot of like general things general aspects of the two things that are very similar and it like i think it helped me out in the long term
I know this is your first EP, um, but what kind of, not like message specifically, but yeah, kind of what what kind of message that you want to like give out to your audience? I don't know if I ever set out to have a message to convey in the music. If anything, I just want people, I want it to be as relatable as possible in the sense that I want people to be able to look at it and understand that they can make their own stuff. Mm. And like, I don't want to be compromising as, I don't want to compromise as an artist because I feel like that would, in, in the in the end, just like, I want to be able to inspire people with the music and to make their own music because if I didn't have other people doing that kind of stuff like Tyler the Creator, Vegan, JPEG Mafia, kind of doing their own kind of thing, I wouldn't be doing this because I wouldn't think it was possible. Mm -hmm. So I want to be a person who allows people to think that as well. What kind of advice or in general like any... I don't know if it's like advice or tips just for anyone that is trying to start doing what they're they have been passionate about you know like any advice you want to give to them i think first my first piece of advice is it'll sound a bit strange but i think my first piece of advice is to like look into meditation and like mindfulness and learning about that stuff like it seems really cheesy but like it helps the way you view yourself and um helps the way you view your connection to your thoughts which in artistic practices it's really important because it's in the end art's about getting closer to your truer self and um meditation allows you to do that a lot easier and um it also just like allows you to sort of view things not in like not in a selfish way not in like a sort not selfish but not in like a self-focused kind of way mm -hmm. which is also very important for making art because you need to sort of be uncompromising and not try and impress people and it's kind of hard to do that when in the end the the main thing you get out of creating art is not main thing but like one of the bigger things you get out of creating art is people like being interested in you mm -hmm. and it's sort of about not aiming for that interest although like i think i started creating music partially because i wanted attention yeah. but like in the end you learn that the attention is kind of just a byproduct and that the thing you should do aim to do the most is just it's it's so cheesy and it's so hard to kind of like say it in a way which hasn't been said before but like it, the most important thing is like being yourself and doing what you want to do and being confident in yourself and some people have to put more effort into learning how to do that than others like if you're like extremely self-critical it, it, it'll help you to some extent by in in the sense that you'll you'll be self-aware and you'll be able to sort of view things from an outside perspective but on the other hand you can like you can't always trust your self-awareness and sometimes you kind of just have to ignore it and push forward and do what you want to do and it's also hard to know what you actually want like deep down and that goes back to the meditation kind of thing it helps you learn like what you it, it helps you be able to tell like the real thoughts from the the fake thoughts kind of and like it's sort of about being able to 
trust your initial instincts when you create things and trust that um but also be be understanding that things don't always go right and that it would be weird if everything went right and um look at failure not as um impeding your goal but instead as teaching you how to go on the right path of getting your goal I feel like it's super important. I think meditation and also just like working through trauma in a way, just to like Mm -hmm. more free, you know, find yourself. I think, yeah, just like you said, as cheesy as it sounds, it really helps and like help you to find like, um, like your childhood. How do you say like your childness? No, I don't know. Like your inner child. Yeah. And I feel like meditation really helps and I feel like that matters. So that's a really good advice. I feel like not a lot of people really talk about it, but it helps you to really calm yourself down and more so ego-free and focus on your own path rather than what the industry wants. When I first saw you, I wished I could draw you a picture of your face with my hand and all What are some st- like things that you see yourself doing in the near future, or just like any new projects? Are you gonna put out any new visuals for the rest of the song? Um, I'm not sure. I haven't really planned, but um, maybe, maybe. Um, right now, um, I'm kind of just like I'm doing those like video game song kind of things, um, for like socials and stuff like that to sort of like develop my style and like put me into like more 
pressured, uncomfortable, like creative situations. Um, I th- I'm planning to go to London sometime next month to to go to the studio to record some stuff. But um, the my main goal with like career wise that my manager's probably tired of hearing me talk about by now is um, going to Japan. Like I've been learning Japanese for like mm. a year and a half now, and like I just wanna if anything, just play a show in Japan. My dream dream is to um, work something, like do something to do with anime and like maybe soundtrack wise or even just have like one of my songs like featured in, in an anime. Um, my favorite director is this guy called Masaki Yuasa. Um, and my dream, dream, dream is to like make a soundtrack for him. That's like my like, dream dream and i don't know what i'd do after that and i'd probably cry if if i could thank you so much for tuning in this is gilneal and you're now listening to g talks radio on dub lab once again you can find all the songs i played in this episode on podish news ep samuso s-a-m-u-s-o i've been podge um i hope you enjoyed listening to me talk about stuff um yeah goodbye Nice. Last song I'll be playing is my favorite song of the EP, Go Out. Hope you like it and enjoy the rest of your day. Stay safe. Talk to you soon. I just want to go a place where the sun sets high in the morning and dies when it's boring. Hey, I just want to go a place where I don't have to try and the story is found with a happy end i just want to go out go out i just want to go out go out again i just want to go out go out i just want to go out go out again Go out, go out, go out again. I just wanna go out, go out.
Let's 